Hello, welcome back to Astrolushes. Hi everyone, this is Lisa here. This is Andy. And welcome back to our show. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. We, we missed a couple of seasons. Yep, and we're very sorry. Um, we blew through Leo and Virgo season. To be fair, Lisa was traveling around Italy finishing her <laughs> book. <laughs> yes, so we had, we had some stuff that we were doing and now we're here in... Libra season. We are. We're in Libra season. We're in so it. apologies to Leo and Virgo, mm. um, both signs that I actually adore. Um, <laughs> but we skipped past you guys. Um, we'll make it up to you next year. Definitely. <laughs> we'll be around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll definitely be around. The year moves really quickly. Can you believe it's almost October? I mean, it's October. It is October. It crazy. Is, that's the craziest So thing. what does Libra season mean to you? <sighs> well, you know... I mean, I've always really loved Libras, even though they are complicated and as a Scorpio can feel a little difficult to reach at times in a meaningful way. Um, But I've got my Mars and my Venus in Libra, so I do definitely connect with their Mm -hmm. need for harmony and beauty and connection. Um, I actually, I love Libra and I love Libra season. I think it's a beautiful time to kind of like embrace the last of the beauty before it becomes like hard, dark, cold winter. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes sense that Libra is where it is. I'm a little sad that we blew past Leo and Virgo just because like Leo, there's something about that star energy mm. that comes out in late summer where yes. you're like grasping onto the last of everything glamorous yes. and everything not responsibility related. A bravado. Exactly. Yeah. And then Virgo season sets in and it's like literally the beginning of the school year. Yeah. And even if you're an adult, like you went through so much of your life responding to the beginning of the academic year and like That's Virgo is so there for it. Oh my God. It couldn't come for a better sign. To I have never thought about that. The school year start in Virgo. It's like I'm ready. I give me these new books. Get me these new You're schedules. Ready. Let me organize my entire it's year. Definitely like up. the trapper keeper season. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're in Libra, which is like the you've you've gotten all the classes, you've gotten over all the goodness, and you're like, who am I gonna flirt with this year? True. You're a month <laughs> in, and you're like, I've isolated this person and this person, and you're gonna be my person for the rest of the year. Who's going to homecoming with me? And then Libra you got season. like a new batch of stickers you want to de- decorate your trapper keeper with. <laughs> Do we have any high schooler listeners? If so, please tweet us and let us know because we're here for that. Yeah, seriously, we love that. Yeah. Um, We're here for young adult energy. Definitely. Please give it all to us because, you know, I'm turning the ripe old age of 34 in a month. (laughs) (laughs) Need a little youth action. (laughs) (laughs) But Libra season. So, yeah. So, like, academic year has started. Yeah. You're now, like, into the fold of your work ethic, right? For what it's going to be. Um, Fall is always the busiest time for everybody. True. For most most jobs, for most situations. It's like the hard work time of the year, um, which I think it's interesting that like the academic year starts in Virgo and the actual year ends in Capricorn. Mm, Such a good point. Right? Um, But right now we're in Libra, which is like 
okay, you've gotten your schedule, yeah. you're getting your routine down, you're figuring out what works best, your methods are in place, and yeah. now it's like time to have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. I really like Libras. I also, I, like I have too. a stellium of Libra. Yes. So, you know, I'm a Cancer. How does Everyone that play out that. in your personality? Um, so it's interesting because, you know, like when we talk about the charts, we talk about our big three, like my big three are not in Libra, but the outer planets, mm-hmm. I have a Jupiter, Saturn, and Midheaven in Libra. So it affects my worldview more than it affects my personality directly. It super sense. affects your worldview, for mm-hmm. sure. It affects my personality, of course, because any, any of your world, worldview does, but it's further out there. But I think Libras bring uh, diplomacy. Mm-hmm. They bring certainly balance is the word that everybody uses. They're represented by the scales. Yeah. Um, I do think it's interesting that Libra is the only sign not represented by a living being. It is so interesting. Right? Yeah, what happened there? What happened that it became, it's like a, an object. We'll have to research the depths of that. I've tried. It's really problematic. I, it, problematic in the fact that there's like no um, real, real yeah. good resources. Yeah. Um, there are ideas of like what it means to be between Virgo and Scorpio and that it was like a mm-hmm. later yep. addition to the Zodiac. Right. Um, but I'm here for it. Libra season is cuffing season. It is relationship yes, season. It is. it is flirting time. Yeah. It is. And it's flirting like... Not like Leo season flirting. No. You know? It's um, Leo season being like, oh my God, just putting your, your absolute, most of your personality first and foremost. Libra is very much about like listening, giving, and taking, and like flirting in a very personal Yeah, they want to know your way. ideas and your thoughts about the world. Yeah, and... before they disappear. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just so the listeners have an idea of what's going on here, we've got some Italian wine. Um, it's delish. And we've also got the kitty Lolo. (laughs) All up in our business. Just all over everything that we need. If you think you missed Astrolush's, Lolo has you beat. (laughs) He's, he's just basically (laughs) sitting on top of the recording device. And I'm just desperately trying to get him away. So if you hear any sort of brushes against the microphone, it's his whiskers and his paws. Um, but we missed you. We're happy to be back. We have a, a fun episode, so... We're entering back into Libra season with our, our show. We have a special, one of our features tonight are sort of the dark side of Zodiac and like the, the biases that people yes, hold. Yes. So we have um, a segment of mean tweets for you. We sure do. We were, we've always been really interested because we get, you know, Andy and I get into heavy conversations with people that we meet, strangers, friends, anyone, anywhere we go, we talk about the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. And we ask people what their signs are and what their charts are like. And we notice that everyone has intense opinions about other signs. And while that's fascinating and can be petty and fun and juicy and gossipy, we kind of wanted to get to the bottom of why people have these feelings. Are they fair? Are they reductive? Mm -hmm. Um, Is it anecdotal? Is there something really to it? So we kind of just wanted to explore who likes who and why and what the the core issues with certain signs are. So, but also we just wanted a moment to get petty. Yeah, exactly. Just be playful and fun. It's absolutely zero percent about these signs are actually these things that people perceive. It's more just, you know. Mm 
how do people affect others? But let me tie in Libra season coming back to us. Mm. Libra is really uh, di- diplomatic on the surface, but yes. they are gossips behind the oh curtain. My, they, they hold are. a fucking party for it. Gossips behind Everyone closed doors. So it feels really appropriate to have mean, really mean tweets really for Libra does. season. Yes. Uh, even though like we, we call Scorpio mean, Libras are just... Oh, no. They're, they're talking about you behind your back. Because the Scorpio will talk to you to your face. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and really make it... Yeah. Hurt. Um, <laughs> so we have a, okay, so we have a mean tweets yep. um, uh, segment, and then we have a, a sort of interesting philosophical sort of um, mind-twisting yes. segment called on... Elements of the Elements. So we're going to be looking at the, you know, the, there are four groupings of elements, there's three signs within each, and we're going to be looking at what the signs say that you have a cancer it's water sign you know what sign if it's not water or i mean sorry what what element element, if it's not water would that sign be so kind of like the flip side the underbelly the the sort of like dark side of the moon if you will of a certain sign what would it be if it Mm -hmm. wasn't the element that it was assigned to Mm -hmm. um just to reframe the sign and kind of look at different perspectives absolutely And also to just because, you know, being grouped into an element with other signs sometimes mm-hmm. doesn't always feel no. legitimate. It is. But right. there are reasons that you might feel like yeah. less inclined towards certain, um, like, you know, siblings within your element, exactly. so to speak. Um, and then we're going to do our, we're bringing back guessing game. Yes. Guessing game. We're going to take some famous people and see if we can figure them out. No promises. <laughs> And then we have a really fun one that I'm excited for because Lisa wrote this incredible article as part of her job, one of her many freelance jobs, on um, (laughs) a a poet and more so like a body of work connected to each zodiac sign. And it's it's really good work. She read it to me and I was beside myself and I said, we have to do it on Astrolusha. I was super nervous about it because it's very hard to boil down a specific poetry collection to a certain sign. And I even texted her and I was like, please let me know if like this poet is okay to be assigned to Keats. And she was super gung-ho about it. But we'll tweet it out, and you can check mm-hmm. it and be like, this is fucking yeah, awful. argue with us. But I think it's not my list, so I'm, <laughs> I'm defending it to the death. Like, I really think it's solid. Okay. Um, which is why I wanted to put on the episode. So scary. But please argue with us. Yeah, Drag, please. Lisa. I am not, I am not, this is me, Lisa. I am not a professional by any means. I'm an enthusiast. So, yeah, drag me. Drag me, bitches. Neither one of us are professionals. You're more professional than I am. Oh, that's... I, I feel like I trust you more than I trust myself. <laughs> I can never put the fucking signs in order. <laughs> that I'm is like, true. That I'm is like, true. Libra, and then, and then Cancer. And I don't like, even girl, know. girl, stop. Just, uh, you, don't, you clearly don't know your months or your seasons or anything that has to do with time or, or facts. So, so mean <laughs> tweets comes from yes. comes from the idea that we... So we get a lot of great feedback from you guys and people who also don't even listen to us yet, and they're just like... Why are Sagittarius is all assholes? And we're like, okay, well, all right, let's yeah. bring it down. Let's, let's have a conversation. Yes. But at the same time, it's kind of fun. It's super fun. I mean, it's fun when you see that groups of people are seeing the same things that you're seeing. Over and over again. Over and over again. Which, okay, that makes it sound really mean, though. It makes it sound like legitimate, and I don't think that's entirely no. fair. But I, I'm, we're interested in exploring where these biases come from, yes. you know, what they mean in the end, but also just, like, let's have some fun. We're just kind of curious. It's it's obviously we both know, and I think all of us know, mm-hmm. that environment, trauma, the rest of your chart, um, 
literally your geographic place of being mm-hmm. raised and, 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 and the culture in which you were brought up. Exactly. Like it's all going to play into who you are and why people behave the way that they do. But And yet... A lot yeah. of you have things to say about Scorpios. So and Gemini's. <laughs> <laughs> I was saving that for later. <laughs> All right. Um, so, started with a tweet that you, okay. you sent out through Astrolushes. I think you might have sent it out personally and then through Astrolushes. Uh, I, no, I think I put it on Astro first and then retweeted it as myself because I wanted to just kind of make it make people respond. Um, so I tweeted from Astrolushes. Like, hey guys, we're going to do an episode on astrological prejudice. Mm -hmm. And we'd love to hear if you have problems with certain signs and why. Is Mm -hmm. it reductive? Is it fair? Are you being harsh? What do you think about it and why? And um, a lot of you responded and we're super happy about that. We won't put anyone on super blast tonight, but you can see all the tweets and responses at Astrolushes. Lisa did a good thing. So she looked at all the response. We both looked at the responses, but then she, um, you know, gathered that information and collected that data, good little cap rising that she is, and built a poll yeah. based on the four signs that got the most hate. Yeah. Hate is strong. It's, yeah, it's strong. The most the shit. Most, the most, yeah, the most shit. <laughs> the most, like, people clearly had a problem there. People really had a problem. And so within the four, there was a clear. Yeah. Or people had opinions. Like, <laughs> they had feelings. They had the feels. We're here for the feels. We're so here for the feels. I mean, look, guys. Like, this is Astro Lushes. We're not an academic Zodiac podcast. God, like, no. we're here for the wine and you're here for the fucking goss. So, and we got the hot goss, you we guys. We got the tea. <laughs> We're sipping it right now, except it's Italian wine. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Join us, won't you? Okay, so yeah. let's the let's big start reveal. with the, let's let's. Do you want to do a reveal? You want to do a tweet? You start. You lead this brigade, Scorpio. Mm. I'm gonna <laughs> delicious. <laughs> We're um, feeding her soul with hatred right now. <laughs> I love when people feel this strongly. Uh, I'm going to start with what the four signs that people seem to have the most problem with. We'll look at what those are, and then we'll break it down into, you know, which signs kind of had the most specific replies mm-hmm. around them. Mm-hmm. All right. We got a leader with 32% out of four signs that were most problematic. So the top four signs were, and then tell the... Yeah. Top four. Gemini was number one. It came in at 32%. Followed by, unsurprising, Scorpio at 26. <laughs> That's me. Followed by Aries at 22%. We got you Virgos at 20%. She's pouring some wine. Getting stressful up in here. <laughs> Things are about to get heated. We're going to lose a lot of followers. (laughs) Just so you know, we guys don't actually hate or dislike anyone. 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 This is just a curiosity thing. Yeah. So, why don't we read a few... Start with a tweet. Start with a tweet, Lisa. Okay. Let's look. Let's let's scatter down to... uh, I'll resist the urge to talk about myself the whole time. But we'll go to Gemini. The Media Witch writes... Well, in my experience, Geminis can be frustrating due to their enthusiastic jump on the bandwagon attitude about things, including conspiracy theories, <laughs> Amazing. lifestyle changes, diets, beliefs. It's cult-like at times. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. Um, 
should I take the defensive stance in this one? So I I see yeah. where it's coming from. Gemini's are you know Mercury driven, yeah, which means they're the communicators. Mm-hmm. Their body part, every every sign has a body part. A Gemini is the throat. They're the talkers. Yes, they're they the are. singers. They're the wooers. Like the communicators. Uh, like their a tagline I read as a kid is that like Gemini's can talk themselves out of jail. <laughs> like they just they're talkers. So I feel like a lot of times they come out with like these these philosophical bullshit things that yeah. they actually have. Zero percent belief or interest yeah. in, but they're more interested in like stirring the conversation the pot. pot, the yeah. conversation pot. Yeah, the conversation specifically. Pot. That makes a lot of sense, and for some reason, people feel threatened by this. And I think, I think there's like a use for someone who wants to like throw a bunch of ideas out there and mm-hmm. see <clears throat> what do people think and feel. But before That's I get before I get too like on their team, let's read. Let's see some other things here. Um, Do you want to talk about Gemini's or more other or other people? We're gonna go for it. Um, Hank Amarillo uh, says about Gemini. My Gemini former roommate texted me to let me know I got two letters from the bank. Turns out it was only one letter. She just looked at it twice. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm just gonna say air sign. Oh my god! Totally, <laughs> Hank. I don't know if that was a joke, but you nailed it. You got it. You got, got it, buddy. Um, there's a bunch of mixed opinions here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Someone wrote, had bad relationships with Scorpio and Gemini. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Geminis are on thin fucking ice. <laughs> really good one from uh, Not a Goddamn Bird. Is Not a Goddamn the Bird. Uh, Geminis are on thin fucking ice. Okay, all right. Um... I mean, look, I think that Geminis are going to always be on thin fucking ice. Yeah. Right? Someone else, Speak Right, wrote, I have a tepid disinterest slash distrust in Sag and Gemini. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, and then we've got, I think we've got one from uh, our favorite our favorite person here, the Fat Feminist Witch. Mm. Oh, I think... She's incredible. She is incredible, but you know what? Did I split that up? I pr- pretty much, I thought maybe she said something about Gemini, but maybe I'm wrong. So. I don't see it on here. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. All right. But, but that's cool. I will say, okay, Gemini's, I'll go into the bad first, mm. right? And you guys get so much fucking hate. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to jump on the hate wagon for two seconds. That's and I fine. Don't, I don't hate Gemini's at We're all. We're here for it. But I'm jumping on the, where, you know, yes. some of these ideas. Um, the highest percentage of Ameri- American serial killers are Gemini. If you could see my face right now. Which is a thing. <laughs> Our current president, whose name I will not, not even fucking say out loud, no. uh, is a Gemini. Yep. There, was a, there was a week on Twitter where the president was arguing with Kanye West, Lana, Lana Del Rey, before Lana, before Lana Del Rey came out as a cancer, everybody thought she was a Gemini. She was arguing with Azalea Banks on Twitter. All four of these people are Geminis. Lana is not now that we know. But right. at the, during that week, it was like Kanye and Trump going back and forth and Azalea Banks and Lana Del Rey going for each other's throats. And I wanted to be like, Geminis, <laughs> come collect your fucking people. <laughs> come get them. Get your house in order. What are you people Clean doing? Clean the shit up. <laughs> that being said, that being said, and this is not to give credit to any of the people I just mentioned at all, because I certainly don't think this about some of the people 
in this conversation, I think Geminis are extremely intelligent. Oh, definitely. I think they're extraordinarily intelligent. That's what puts people off, I mm-hmm. think. I think they're so smart. They love they, they get bored and they like to stir shit up. Absolutely. That and makes sense. It, it, they just, you know, maybe um, unevolved Geminis, mm-hmm. which is a thing in every sign. Every single sign. Every has sign that. is like the evolved versus the unevolved, right? Exactly. I think unevolved Geminis are truly the pits. Oh, they're so hard. They're You're so just hard. Like, are you going to be an asshole all day long? Yeah. Yeah. Do you need 24 hours of being shitty? Do you shitty? just need to, like, play, like, fiercely play devil's advocate right. at all hours of the day? It's exhausting. And, like... But we... it's because their brains move really quickly. Yeah. From idea to idea yeah. to idea. They're air. They live in the ether. They exactly. live in the intellect. Um, they're not very concerned with emotion. No. As air signs, of course, everybody's concerned with emotions. I'm just saying, comparatively speaking. Exactly. And that's Unevolved people, Geminis are... It's why people call them so two-faced. It's like... maybe Maybe some... Yeah, exactly. Maybe sometimes they're so cerebral that they need to be flipping their own coin to kind of like get a renewed sense in the day. Like they, they want to become something new and challenge themselves and challenge others. And mm-hmm. if you aren't very emotional or very interested in like the feelings of other people, then that can come off like an asshole. But if you're the right kind of audience, you might be like... This person makes me fucking think. I, I look at a lot of them, and I'm not saying this about our president. No, not Please at all. We're never me, saying anything good about the president. Please let me stress that as strenuously as possible. But I think a lot of Geminis are, like, bored, smart people. Yeah. You know? And, and yeah. it's like the kid in the classroom who's like, I don't need this lesson. I'm ten steps ahead of you. I'm bored. What can I fuck with? Totally. And I, I think as a Scorpio, which I think is why so many people dislike Scorpios and Geminis together... And interestingly enough, there's a place in New York City here called the Gemini and Scorpio Loft. And it's like, <laughs> why, why pair the two? Well, I think the answer is sometimes you just have a need to be reckless. And sometimes you can be reckless with people and their emotions. Sometimes you're just reckless with ideas and concepts. Mm-hmm. And like, it doesn't sit well with everyone. Right. But maybe you're bored enough to just kind of do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind I kind of appreciate it. Weirdly, enough, I I do too. Maybe I'm a fucking sociopath, <laughs> which I've been called on Twitter many times. I think Gemini and Scorpio lend themselves best to being a sociopaths, astrologically speaking. Yeah. Um, totally. However, that being said, that's not fair, and I, I really respect Gemini, and I think honestly, I just think they're so smart. Yeah. And their brain, they their brains just move so quickly. Yeah. That they just they're like keep up. Keep exactly. Up. They're constantly looking for somebody to like. Play ball with them. Exactly. They're like, I threw the ball. Jesus Christ. Just pick it up. It back. Throw it back. Stop missing it. Yeah. Why are you missing it? This is a simple game. Anyway. So second second is Scorpio. Uh, well, we all knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we got a lot of responses though from people saying, like, I'm sure everybody said Scorpio, but Yeah. I mean Scorpios have the reputation exactly. of being disliked. Exactly. And I think people I mean, as a Scorpio, <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Like, it, it, I would say this even if I weren't a Scorpio. I do think they have a reputation, which plays into this whole idea of astrological bias. Like, you know you've been told, you've been conditioned, you've been reiterated a thousand times which signs are shitty. Geminis are weird because they're two-faced. Scorpios are weird because they're sociopathic liars and sexual freaks. And, <laughs> like, yeah. That's true. But obviously that's not all there is to it. Um, just like cancers aren't just sensitive and moody. Um, no shit. Right. So like, 
it didn't surprise me that people feel this way, but I also have to give some credence to why people dislike Scorpios. Mm. And I would say we are intense most of the time. And if you're not down for constant intensity, which is the majority of the, the responses that I got here, then then we are going to be annoying to you. Mm-hmm. Like if you just want to have a good time and not end the night and crying yeah. or fighting. If you've heard fucking, a chill, Scorpio's not going to be your, your ride or die. They're not going to be your buddy. Your bud. Um, all right. So we've got some love for Scorpios, which came through pretty strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, one person who dreamed it. I almost always struggle with Scorpios. As a Leo sun, Cancer moon, very lovely. I can't do the calculated, unemotional thing. Comes off as sociopathic to me. <sighs> yeah. Um, people with a lot of Scorpio love. Um, so much Scorpio love. But the thing is, the Scorpio love is coming out because everybody knows that everyone's going to shit on the Scorpio. Right. So it was an immediate defensiveness, which I also have. I yeah, also you're have. a Scorpio stan. I Someone really says, uh, true Melissa says, I bristle around Scorpios and Pisces. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one more, there was one more Scorpio tweet that maybe I failed to co- copy here, but it was just a- around the lines of, they seem really mean and scary and distant. That's um, what I hear. That's what I always hear. And, uh, my, you know, my dad's a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was, like, a hippie. So he was around at the times when people were, like, you know, first bringing up, like, what's your sign, baby? Comes from, like, mm. his generation. And he, he told me, he's like, I remember the experience of, like, saying, like, I'm a Scorpio. And people would just be like, absolutely <sighs> not. Yeah. And just no. Right. He, he said, I had first dates leave. When wow. I told him I was a Scorpio. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like this warrants a deeper discussion of what it means to have these biases. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about astrology is that it's a lifelong study. You cannot reduce any human being to their sign or to anything else about them. But when it comes to a sign, any sign... Mm-hmm. There's going to be several sides of it. So yep. while you do see the intensity and possessiveness and jealousy and the darkness of a Scorpio, the flip side of that is that they just want to be seen for their ability to get into those depths. So mm-hmm. if you're the kind of person who can appreciate those depths, they're going to be loyal to you and loving to you. And I think that's like, it. It, it as a Scorpio, it makes me wonder, like, what is it about the depths that bothers mm-hmm. you? Because is it challenging something in you that you're not willing to face? Just like with Gemini, is it challenging? It challenges your intellect. Exactly. And your, your verbal sparring skills. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you're like, I don't want to debate all day. I don't want right. to get into this with you. I'm just trying to have a good time. Right. You know, I'm just trying to be chill. And Gemini's like, but I have five million ideas I want to bring up. And a Scorpio's like, yeah, but what about life and death? Literally. What about sex and death? What about... <laughs> like, are you going to transform? Are you going to stay the fucking same forever? But I, I mean, you know that I stand Scorpios. I really do. Um, but I, I want to hear all your thoughts. Enough about me. <laughs> you, as a non-Scorpio, please tell me everything. Well, I, I, so I was mentioning earlier, I do think there's a difference between getting along with science as friends and getting along with science as lovers. Mm. I do think that's an important distinction. Such a good point. And I think a lot of people come off with their biases based upon romantic relationships very fair you know what i'm saying so like i do i definitely saw a lot of the tweets coming in i was like you got scorned you had a bad relationship to you yeah and scorpios are tough for that because their endings like everything they do are severe yeah 
And so if you if you if it doesn't work out with a Scorpio, you're gonna remember that bad ending. Yeah. Totally. Uh, a Scorpio is basically like if you're done with me, you're done. You're done. You're you're done. You're I've buried you a hundred thousand mm-hmm. feet under the ground. And so it's gonna leave like a bad taste in the mouth if you've had a bad ending with one, but I haven't had those. My best friends are Scorpios, my dad's a Scorpio, but I've never dated one. So I think there's like really something to be said mm. for like the Cancer Scorpio friendship being so well matched. Mm, so I I really true. think it's like one of the most cosmic, wonderful friendships that exist. I love when a Scorpio gets like super bitter and super extreme <laughs> and super mean, and I'm like, oh, oh, I feel so nice right now. I feel <laughs> I feel so light, <laughs> and I never feel that way. <laughs> Um, it's the same for us as a Scorpio. I feel with cancers, like they have the absolute unending power and depth and interest in holding space for the deep and the meaningful and the, and the intuitive, like, Mm -hmm. because they are those things. Um, and you make us not feel alone. True. But which we deeply and desperately hate. (laughs) Only one person, only one person bitched about cancers on this thread. Our our friend Liv Mamone, the wonderful Mm -hmm. writer, um, who rightfully so bitches about cancers. But I kind of wanted to hear more about it. I'm not going to go off on that because that's um, self-serving right this right this moment. But uh, Scorpios for me, I just I think dating a Scorpio is a very different thing from being a friend. Yeah, with a Scorpio. So, and I do think a lot of the biases that come up are based upon that <laughs> I agree with you and I as I think as a Scorpio that is dating someone the number one thing I get from my partner who is a Capricorn Aquarius cusp is that I'm way too intense all the time yeah See, and so it's a like cancer a, I love that I love it it's a feed drag for it. some people feed off of it okay but really quick before we move on mm-hmm. to the next sign and not because I'm so obsessed with myself but because I think it's interesting um the astro poets who is you know they they have a wonderful account um, oh, I'm sure you all like read it and follow it they have a book out and they have a podcast now and they recently chatted with Pam Grossman who is the author of Waking uh, the Witch and I know they, exactly what you're gonna they got that. into a little hot moment uh-huh. of um, Scorpio conversation seemed like they all really liked Scorpios but they actually sort of thought that we were kind of boring because I believe they said basic they said basic. Oh, that's I'm they said, on fire. They said was it was like Scorpio is like a basic Aquarius? I think <laughs> they said something like you think that they're gonna be all these things, but underneath it all, they're just basic. And I couldn't. I don't agree. I'm gonna just say just something for the record, and don't worry, I will tweet them to let them know this. Love them. Love so much. Love them so much. We are fucking stands forever for all three mm-hmm. of you guys. Um, I'm just gonna say. As a Scorpio, we're not basic. We're... Especially if you have to say it. <laughs> I, I love this, this. What's more Scorpio than a Scorpio going on a podcast to shit talk another Scorpio and be like, we're not basic, okay? <laughs> no, I was going to say, we're not really basic. It's just that like we get such a fucked up reputation that like when you get to know us and we just want to like make you dinner and be nice to you, that's not basic. It's because like you want our fucking trust. Mm-hmm. So like, love you guys. I kind of, I have to say this and I hope you take this in the complimentary way that I mean. I've always felt like my love for Scorpios are like people that like um, think bats are really cute and keep them as pets. And they're like, <laughs> I know that they're terrifying to most people and they've been like, you know, associated <laughs> with vampires and like 
plague in the past, but they're so cute. If you look at them, they're just like little mice with wings. And I kind of look at Scorpios that way. Like, I just like want to pet them like they're little like baby kittens and mice with like big fangs that can't help it. And I'm like, oh, you're a little killer baby. You're a little monster baby. Exactly. We're like just (laughs) baby, baby monsters. Like, think of like a little baby dragon that can't help but like burp and breathe fire. Like, that's how I love Scorpios so much. I'm like, oh, you little tiny killer. Just position us away from your face and we won't burn you. (laughs) That's fine. You just have to know how to handle them. Exactly. But basic, absolutely not. fucking absolutely not I can't even like I'm gonna write an essay on what basic means but I just can't even I'm just I'm just gonna move away from this topic right now before I pull four Scorpio so next sign up the next sign is Aries yeah yeah and I don't I don't feel surprised okay Aries is is the leader of the zodiac they are given a tough job yes right they're they're represented by the ram and the horns they're represented by face first they're represented by act first yep Think later. Somebody needs to be that in the Zodiac. Somebody needs to be the forceful, I have this idea, creative energy for days, great at beginning things, probably not as great at following through because they're like the babies of the Zodiac. But we need need that energy. But that being said, Aries are... They're they're stubborn. And they're just a lot. They're just so much. They're the first sign and they're fire. Like you're coming out with fire. Damn. You know, like, can we get a minute? <laughs> <laughs> so back to the fat feminist witch who tweeted, also, I would have picked Aries because they kind of suck, but they're sexy. Yes. And 100% yes. understand that. Yes. I would say Aries and Scorpio are tied for libido. Yeah. No, true. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, guys, can you just maybe take a minute? And like... <laughs> Get off of me. Yeah. No, yeah. Scorpio's like, I'm going to fuck you to death. And Aries is like, I just met you. Can I please put my body on your body? <laughs> it's so fucking true. We've had, uh, at Scandalous says, I don't use astrology to excuse or validate an ex's shitty behavior, which is fair. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as using the Zodiac to do that. Yep. But she goes, but I did have a terrible gaslighting ex who was an Aries. And honestly, I can see that. I don't see... Okay, gaslighting is not the first thing I associate with Aries. I think that's something else in the chart, to be honest. Okay. Because Aries is so forward and so present and so in the mm. moment. I don't think they're thinking far enough in the future about anything that's to be gaslighting. And I'm not gaslighting this person for right. saying that at all. Right. In any way. I'm saying I think there was probably something else in the chart, probably within Mercury. Yeah. And probably within Venus and probably within Mars. Yeah. That was... And adding life. up at a course, adding up to yeah. a personality that would gaslight. Aries is not a gaslighting sign. Aries is just like too much too soon all the time for me. I understand that. And I can almost see how, how that could be seen as gaslighting because, for example, I have a little brother who's an Aries um, and we just don't vibe on the same level of emotional anything. So when I bring things up to him, he can be like, Lisa, you're just being a crazy bitch. <laughs> And that can feel like gaslighting, but he's just being so stubborn to the point of being like, I don't remotely see it as your point of view, and I'm never going to agree. Well, okay. So Aries and Scorpio is tough. Tough. As I just said, they're the most sexual signs. So coming at any argument between the two of them is going to be just... Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Woo! My brother and I have learned to just carefully not talk about it. And anything. this ties into the elements of the elements we're going to bring up. Ah, uh, yes. Scorpio being the fire sign of water signs. Indeed. But Indeed. Um, Aries is is um 
they're immediate reactors. Mm. They're instant reactors. Yes, intense reactors and they're instant gratification. And it's like very little filter. Um, but they're great. They're so great for ideas, creativity, getting people inspired action moving yeah so good for that but they can be frustrating because they also have really bad tempers they do and, and they scorpio are... does too but scorpio has a slow burn temper uh-huh. and aries has an immediate temper and those yeah. two things are they're just it's hard um and then we have our last one coming in at 20 percent, which is not a little bit of percent <laughs> it's not a small percent it's not a small percentage uh virgo i'm gonna let you go off on this for a minute Okay. Because you have some... I have some thoughts. <laughs> so, okay. Let me preface this by saying, this has probably been a problem since... The, this is Lisa here, the Scorpio. Uh, this has been a problem since the beginning of the podcast. I've always let little stupid, petty, nasty jokes through about Virgos. Mm-hmm. And it's followed me my entire life. <laughs> it has been the bane of my existence. It is not. No, I'm kidding. You're a Scorpio. That is definitely not the bane of your existence. <laughs> it's, not. it's not. You guys are so nothing to me. Um, <laughs> you don't even register. No, I'm kidding. Um, you do, obviously, because I have a lot to say. Yeah, they register so hard for you. They register the, the actual so hard. thing. You have such a reaction. I know. It's very visceral. So... When I when I re when I retweeted the Astrolusha's tweet about astrological prejudice, I said, "Guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. I have a thing about Virgos. They feel calculated, regimented, and lacking the recklessness that I need in my life to feel really good and warm and at home with people. Mm-hmm. I like people who like vice. I like the depths. I like the willingness to destroy an evening and kind of get fucked up in the morning even though I know it's not always good and I know I need to pull back at times I like that I can jump in to the well with someone it's a water sign though exactly depth exactly so with Virgo I just feel like they're so structured so so strategic so careful um that when I when I chat with them I feel like they don't really see me and if they do see me they view me as like a mess and because they view me as a mess, or I perceive that, I start to view myself as that. Mm-hmm. And so I will be the first one to say that I think Virgo brings out an insecurity in me, yep. Yep. which is that I'm not organized or regimented enough to really be on top of my it's shit. It's just that you're insecure about being analyzed, actually. Maybe it's that. Virgos have a deep need to understand, and they're actually, I find them to be deeply... They're very curious. They're, they're also deeply affectionate, which I don't think you've seen... Because you get so freaked out I know. by the questioning and yeah. by the, the structure that you see. Yeah. They have this, Virgos have like their public life yeah. and they have this private life. And their private life, like I, I definitely watch Virgos succumb to vice and I definitely see them, they, mm. they're extremely physically affectionate. Mm. It's lovely. Wow. When you're in the glow of a Virgo's affection, and I've dated several Virgo women, it's like a flavor of mine mm. they they're they're like gorgeous about it it's just that like they can't feel comfortable until they know that you know that they've thought about everything that you've done and uh. they want to get to know it and i think scorpios don't like scrutiny no we don't i mean nobody likes criticism but, but, but scorpio especially. with scrutiny is just like i don't try to understand this it's yeah. way deep down here. Yeah. Like, get the hell out of here. No, Scorpios are the worst when it comes to being on trial. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. We are not here for the Inquisition. 1,000% the worst. Um, we're being, the worst. Um, asked. Watched under a light. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Virgos are really inquisitive and they're very curious. Yes. And I just, I want to challenge you yeah. to like let one in. So speaking of letting one in, I haven't let one in. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, I haven't. <laughs> I still failed myself. Um, but at, at Andy's wonderful birthday party in uh, July, we had a great night. It was so beautiful. Happy birthday, Andy. It was a long time ago, but thank you. It was you. a million years ago. But, you know, time speeds up and slows down when you haven't recorded a podcast on time. True. So, um, your birthday was wonderful, and I was cornered by a few Virgos that night. It's cornered. <laughs> That's the Scorpio transmission. She was having a conversation with a few people. They I was cornered me. by Virgos. <laughs> they put me under an inspection light. They had pads to write on. Somebody brought out a microphone. She was literally conversing <laughs> with several people who wanted to get to know her. I was eating a burrito at a birthday party. <laughs> when a few very well-meaning Virgos asked me, why do I just like Virgos? I got cornered. <laughs> Your little Scorpio poison tail was just like ready to strike. You're like, I'll kill everybody and myself right now. Don't you dare. Don't put me in this box, bitch. people yeah, I've ever talked to. That's what I'm to. telling you. And I felt so bad and I just, my cancer moon came out and I started being like, well, you know, it's, it's a me problem. So in honor of Libra season, I'm going to be diplomatic here and say it is both a me problem and a Virgo problem. I'll agree with that. And I'm going to move, move the fuck on. I'll say, <laughs> so your brother, you're talking about your brother being an Aries and how you guys fight. So I fight with my Virgo brother. Tell everything. He's, we, we just have very different viewpoints. Like he prides himself on his credit score and his Ugh, savings. I can't do and, that. And we come from, like, we come from poverty. Mm-hmm. We come from poverty. We come from addiction. We come from like, mm-hmm. you know, really difficult circumstances where like, we didn't just go out into the world as adults with so nothing. you see the impetus. We went out with less than nothing. Right. And my brother worked really hard to come back from that. And he's proud of himself, but he will do things like. When he was shopping for a house last year, he was like, I made an Excel spreadsheet of amortization rates on loans. It is, nothing has made me happier in the past year of my life. Can I send it to you? Honestly, like, can we have a moment of silence for that idea? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And he doesn't believe in astrology. I was like, I don't know oh, what really amortization is. You know, there's not too many people in my life that want to send me spreadsheets of loan rates. And the only people that do. But it sounds super fun, you guys. Keep it coming. He, I, he didn't even send it because I was like, I'm oh, bomb. He didn't send it. Well, because I was like, I, I love that you're so happy about this, but I'm going to look at these numbers and I'm not going to have anything to say to you other than I hope it makes you happy and I want you to be happy and I want you to have a home yeah. and you deserve it. But please don't send me numbers in a spreadsheet. Right. Please don't do that to me. As a cancer, please you don't understand do that to me. the need for what he wants, mm-hmm. but the number part is just beyond. All I said was just like, this is a language I don't speak. Uh, I'm not going to give you what you want from this, but I understand how satisfying it can mm-hmm. be. But like he builds spreadsheets with like really complicated formulas for fun. Water signs don't do that. No. 
No, we don't. We go smoke 15 cigarettes in a row and then just go Talk about our and dreams cry. and cry. <laughs> and we're extremely useful in society, actually. <laughs> so I was saying before, um, before we get to our next segment, I was going to say, I was comparing the elements to different types of writers. <laughs> I was like, this, this will segue into our elements of the elements but part. wait, but wait, bef- okay, go, go, go for it, go for it. Be sure? Have, yes. You do, no, you, no, no, you no. need to I want to hear your, el- your, what are you doing right now? <laughs> I wanted to, I want to hear about your genres and your, your elements. Should I wait till after? Sorry guys, I'm a little drunk. Um, We're but both. then I want to hear who you hate. Oh, who I hate? Yeah, so we can't, we can't move on without it. So you hate Virgos? Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, oh, I don't like my answer. I don't like I'm my answer. I'm a Scorpio, answer. I'm putting on you on blast. Shit. Tell okay. me the dark. Well, shit. here's the thing: is that like it's it's not a fun answer because we've already gone through it. It's like Gemini is my issue. You and I both have problems with the Mercury ruled sign. That's the only issue. Mercury rules Gemini and Virgo. I can figure out the Virgo Mercury way. I cannot figure out the Gemini Mercury way. But I feel like there's another sign in there that you have questions about. I'm sipping the tea, kid. I feel like it's Sagittarius. Mm-mm. Uh, you're really gonna do this to me right now? No, okay. You okay. are, you are. No, you put me on blast. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. So just a little bit. The next sign up, and also, you know what I'm gonna do? Because I'm a Cancer and I'm sensitive. Is I'm, I'm gonna put my sign on blast that I have my biases with, but then I'm gonna put down Cancer, my Ooh. own sign, because that's the only fair way to, to handle this. And it is, after all, Libra season, and we are in the Trying diplomatic yeah. and balanced season. So hear that wine pouring. <laughs> We're so drunk on this episode, you guys. We're actually kind of drunk. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like we're holding it together. Do you? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So the the runner-up for sign that did not make our poll, but um, was the next up in the comments, was Satch. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot to say about Satch. I'm going to condense it as much as I possibly can right now. I am a Sagittarius rising. I feel like I know so many people are going to get so offended right now. Good. Oh, <laughs> the tea is coming out. Bring it, of the bring it on, bitches. Uh, all right. Sagittarius is my love and my downfall. I'm a Sagittarius rising with like all this sensitive uh, water chart. Um, I love being around Sagittarius. I love it. They are so energetic. They're so philosophical. They're so, so optimistic. Interesting. They're interesting. They're optimistic. They fucking talk all night. When you are in the glow of a Sagittarius's interest and attention for a moment, you feel like you're the only person on earth that has ever been interesting before. Ever. No one else can do that. For Never. me, at least. No one else can You're like, the most beautiful, you're the coolest, you're everything. Everything. Every every thought you've ever had, every dream you've ever had, everything you've ever accomplished. You are like is a like, beacon of light. Yes. And, and then they're gone. <laughs> and then you wake up the next day and you're like, oh my God, I'm in love with this person. And then they're gone. They're like, well, wait, wait a minute. I'm... I'm not, I'm not, that wasn't, mm-hmm. I just had a great time. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. I, so I think Sagittarians are fascinating and I think they are some fucking baby bitches. I think they are emotionally stunted. They need to do fucking work on their emotions. Nope. Then they are incapable. They're not going to do it. They're like, it's that cool. is my, that is my real astrology bias. No, it's true. And I love them. Here's the thing. Like I married a Sag. I was with a Sag for 10 years years i dated the only serious relationship that i would consider having in the last few years was also with a sagittarius i love the way 
they can make me feel in the moment and I'm addicted to the rush of mm-hmm. that moment. It's a rush. It is. It's, it's a like lie. a drug. It's it's so beautiful. But you know, they just get bored. They get bored so easily. And my thing is like when somebody finds me fascinating and I find them fascinating, I want more and yeah. more and more. And yeah. they're like, I got what I needed. I want less and less. I and would less. almost wager that they're more than bored. They're almost runners. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not just bored. I do think that, that when something real enters their sphere, I would go as far to say that they're not just bored. Like, oops, I'm just a Sag, I'm bored. It's more like, <laughs> I might run away. Yeah. And I'm asking you, Sages, be accountable. Get your shit together. Please do. Uh, my <laughs> Sorry. Wow, this episode went a direction. You brought me here. I'm you, so, so Scorpio, sorry. I know. you demanded this of me. I, know, I'm sorry. I did not want to do this. I didn't I'm a, mean to I'm be a toxic. nice person. I know you are. My roommate and I, my roommate and I, Sterling <laughs> and I, Sterling, who is a professional, he is a professional astrologer. Mm-hmm. We have a rule in our house it's like no sad men Damn. ever again for Damn. dating. Yeah. I had a best friend who was a sad for many years. Not going to put this person on blast. Lovely amazing creative incredibly warm super interesting human being um and i do think you know there's 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 this this beautiful golden light that surrounds you when you're in their presence but once you're not you're not i'm gonna go on the on the defense here because i feel the need but they're interesting as fuck Here's the thing. Okay. Everything that we dislike in anybody else is something that we're uncomfortable with within ourselves. Mm-hmm. The way that astrology works is that we have a sun sign, we have a big three, we have a chart, mm-hmm. but we also have the planets and we also have the transits. And the way it actually works is that we as people, every single human being who was born on earth has every single sign in their chart. We do. Everyone has Sag. Everyone has Gemini. Yeah. Everyone has Scorpio. Um... But sometimes the, the parts that we're uncomfortable with, the signs that we think we're uncomfortable with, are really aspects of ourselves that we haven't dealt with We yet. need reconciliation. Exactly. Yeah. Or that are just more challenging for us. Mm-hmm. I have Sag in me big time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's why, it, you know, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, and the challenge created the bias. Absolutely. That being said, it is not fair to call out Sages for being like, you know, disappearing acts. They're not all Houdinis. No. Um, they're, they're late to mature. Yeah. That is like what their sign says about them. And like when they find the one, they're with that one and they're very loyal from that point on. Yeah. It's just getting them to that point that is, um, catastrophically difficult. Yeah. (laughs) Catastrophically difficult. I think the whole thing about astrology is whether you believe it or not, believe it a little, believe it a lot. It's that these are archetypes that ask you to reflect on aspects of yourself. So... If you identify with one, if you don't with another, at the very least, whether you believe in anything at all, it's a good opportunity for you to kind of sit back and think, you know, what is this, what is this archetype about and why does it either challenge me or make me feel comfortable? Mm-hmm. And we can all be challenged, we can all feel comfortable, and I think that's why astrology is so interesting. Because we've had people come at us and be like, this is not science. Why? Do, how can you prove any of this? Every it's day like, of my life. It's not really about proving it. It's yeah. about taking a moment to take a breath and think, 
these are ideas, these are concepts, these are ideas about how we live our lives. And mm-hmm. like, where can we find beauty and meaning in What this? I tell people is if you've ever studied Jung and the collective subconscious, then you can find meaning in astrology. Absolutely. If you study Myers-Briggs and you mm-hmm. study personality types in any way, you can find meaning in astrology. Exactly. If you... If you study this is a distilled version of Psychology, that. then you're, you can find meaning in astrology. Exactly. Um, it ties into so many systems. Right. So many systems of... Um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Psych- thinking and psychology, or, or compartmentalizing, yes. yeah, or categorizing, categorizing, exactly. Um, which isn't to say that you know, anyway, no, that's no, too much, true. that's too much. It's but it's just like if you study psychology or Jungian psychology, you can think about the shadow aspects of a person, you look at these outer planets, mm-hmm. like what do they really mean when it's deep, dark parts of yourself. You know, it's it's all kind of tied in, and it's all like it's almost like different names for the same thing, mm-hmm. and that's really beautiful. It gives you a chance to really look at what it means. To and if you look at astrology, because there's we we always talk about Western astrology because that's what we were raised in, but there are astrology practices mm-hmm. and uh, obviously traditions all over the world through different cultures. They overlap a lot. They overlap a, a lot. lot, a lot. And just back to the Western astrology thing, because someone commented, we responded to this on our last episode. Um, this is only our sixth episode, so let us have a chance. We're going to be delving into different systems and approaches Absolutely. and belief systems later on. We're just kind of tackling what we know now, and then we have to learn before we can talk about things. We're like super out of time to cover the rest of our topics, so maybe let's like pick one okay, and maybe make a continuation episode. I think we're, we missed you guys so much, and we've we just been kept too talking. long without an episode Yeah, that we like tried... We, we, <sighs> just went too far with trying to cover all these things well we are going to talk about the elements of the elements we have a few more minutes left on this mm-hmm. episode so the elements of the elements is like a, a it's conjecture yep it's, it's all purely fun idea yeah yeah so for us like um i think it came up because one time i might have said like uh scorpio so scorpio is a water sign but i was like scorpio is obviously the fire sign of the water signs totally does that make sense to you? I hope that I can communicate that that makes sense. Yeah. They're just much more fiery and much more emotional and much more... Um, in- just intense. And intense and fighty. Yeah, exactly. And than fighty. the other water signs. Right. But I think that every sign within its element has that um, correlation. Yeah. So we've obviously, as you guys probably know by now, there are four elements, water, earth, air, and fire, and there are three signs within each element. And mm-hmm. um, we're gonna look at, like I said, but I can't really explain it because I'm so drunk, um, <laughs> the element of a sign that isn't the element they're assigned to. That's okay, okay, all that right, feels that kinda works. bulky, that kinda works. but it's fine. <clears throat> so. It's to say, okay, so fire. Yeah. Fire is the first element. There are three signs that live in Aries, it. Aries, Leo, and Sag. Aries, Leo, Sag. Within those signs, yeah. there is a lot of differentiation. So what we're trying oh to say gosh. is that even if you share an element element with another sign, there are differences in the yes. way that you express yourself and the way that you act. Yeah. And because of that, we have conjectured, I think, very accurately. I think it's perfect and no one could ever argue. <laughs> 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 so even though Aries, Leo, Sag are all fire, Aries is what? What would you say? We were thinking it's more earthy. And why is that, Lisa? Uh, I think they're more earthy because they have a grounding that the other signs I think don't have. Like they are 
I think more driven by like foundational beliefs. Like that's why they're so stubborn. That's what I think at least. I look at their um, creativity and their willingness to start things. Um, uh, yes. In an earthy way of like manifestation. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. I think that they, they need a physical. Yeah. They need a physical yeah. manifestation to believe in something and to feel something. I love that. And it's why they're so sexual mm-hmm. is because they meet someone they're like, you, I need to have sex with that one. That's very <laughs> earthy to me. Yeah, it is. Mixed with fire. Yeah, it is. It's a belief system and exactly. it's a way of being. So and the next fire sign is Leo. Yeah. And this is a hard one, you guys. It's really hard. We thought Leo is the water sign of the fire I signs. I stand by this. I stand by Leo being the water sign of the fire signs. I do too. I mean, first of all, they're on the cusp of cancer. Yeah. And they are watery. They are. They're emotional as fuck. They're they feel so things emotional. Deeply. They're so emotional. Live, you probably hate it. You probably hate being compared to a water sign, but it's the truth. Uh, Leo <laughs> is deeply emotional. They're yeah. very concerned with loyalty, stardom. Um, uh, caring for others. Deeply. They're so other obsessed. They're so concerned with the other and the reflection of that upon them. Mm-hmm. Anything reflection is water based. So let's be serious. Yeah. I also think there's a the, the idea of self worth that comes through with Leo. Self worth is based on others. It is based on others, and I also think because you get to this point of self worth, you have to go through the the trudgery. Okay. Of emotions and self and depth and like the shit that's underneath everything in order to emerge to this place of self worth. I look at Leo as just being the light side, mm. an extroverted side, and the star side of the water signs. Yep, I agree. Like I have all these feelings. Let me transform them into art on stage for you now. Exactly. Please love me. <laughs> it's so true. And then back to our Sag conversation a minute ago. We thought that you guys were the air signs of the fire signs. Big time intellect. So just sort of flighty, but very philosophical. Always philosophical. Yes. Always chasing new ideas. Let me please explain that. I love air signs. No, it's amazing. And I really do love Sag. And I love how intelligent they are. And how like they take their own feelings out of everything to make it more expansive, to include everyone. It's beautiful. Just sucks to date that. But okay. Right. Exactly. Sad you're the air sign of the fire signs. Um, and now so we're on to Earth. You're on to Earth. Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. Sup? We thought Taurus was the water signs of the Earth sign because... And we, th- we came to this decision quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Taurus, in my opinion, is very interested in beauty and... Home. Exactly. So it feels... It feels emotional more so than fire and Capricorn, who can feel quite rigid. I think Taurus, and this is, all right, this is an insulting thing to say, but I think Taurus is an emotionally repressed water sign. No, they're super, they're, they're the, Taurus is going to be nice here, but they're quite repressed. They're very repressed. However, I think, I see that Tauruses feel very deeply, Yeah. but they would rather show it through something physical Mm -hmm. than throw, than like, you know, talk it out <laughs> then get to the bottom of it yeah. but like the way that Taurus wants to create like a beautiful atmosphere a comfortable place and like yes. a safe space for everybody to be in and like the luxury that they enjoy mm-hmm. feels very water sign it does and I always think back to like Queen Elizabeth who is a Taurus and how into obviously tradition and beauty and 
the garnishing of everything, very Taurus. But like at the end of it all, she was very interested in home and family and like was quite an emotional person, but really had to put it on hold for the royal family, even mm. though I don't, I'm not a royalist in any way. Um, I do think that there's like a lot of that there. It's just that the Taurus kind of has to like repress it. Yep. Um, but to me, I mean, out of Virgo and Cap, I can't think of anything that's more watery. Exactly. And when we get to Virgo, oh, it is the air. It is It is the air of the earth signs. It is so intellectual, so analytical. So cerebral. So cerebral. Also, cerebral is sexy, you guys. Don't get me wrong. No, it's super fucking sexy. Cerebral is hot as It is super sexy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's why, like, in my fantasies, I fuck pilots and brain surgeons. Exactly. To me, it's like you're just far away in some ether land where, like, you have to make all these decisions and calculations, and I'm freaking here for it. So, Virgo's air. Yeah, definitely. Right. What are Capricorns? And you're a Capricorn rising. I have no earth in my chart whatsoever, so I want to hear which your opinion. Which I think opinion. is so interesting. Only my Chiron, and we're going to do an episode talking about Chiron, yes, which is are. our challenges. Chiron is my only earth. My Chiron is in Taurus. I have That's no earth. That's so wild. No. I love it. That's so wild. Yeah, I'm a Cap rising. Um, I think we assign Cap the fire sign of the earth sign. Absolutely. And I feel it. Like, Cap is unforgivably hardworking <laughs> and intense. Competitive. And competitive and money-driven and, like, keeps me on my game. I don't think it... I think money is one part of it. I think fame is much more important to Cap. I find I find the Cap ego... Accolade. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. find the Cap ego to be... This is a challenging statement. I'm drunk. I'm saying it. And you can come back with me. Don't listen to Astrolushes if you don't want us to be drunk. Based upon, <laughs> you know, Western religious beliefs, I find the Capricorn ego to be satanic. And that means... <laughs> no, I'm serious. It. Nietzsche, no, I'm for it. Ch- Nietzsche, Church of Satan, it's all about the self. Yeah, it is. And it's, it is very much about the self. And I think Capricorn is very much about self and very much about like the bringing up of the self mm-hmm. and that is not a slight I don't it isn't nothing I, I think said we just actually now. have some satanic listeners um well oh, I'm just trying to no, explain that exactly. when I say satanic I'm not like oh, oh, oh. no 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 uh I, I, I love it I think it's fascinating and yeah. I think it makes a lot of successful artists are Capricorns fire yeah absolutely fire of hell from Satan's own breath. Absolutely. And also just like, you know, sometimes there isn't a problem with the honoring of the self. Like we truly, truly, really it is, it is kind of being alive as a isolated experience in some ways. So why not experience it with hedonism? And I will also say that the entire journey of the Zodiac from, uh, you know, one Aries and 12 being Pisces is a journey of self and I find it really interesting that like the the owning of self and ego is Capricorn at number twelve, mm. or excuse me, excuse me, at number ten. Yeah, it's so close to being at the end. Yeah, that it's extremely important that it doesn't come until like so much knowledge uh, has been. I so agree. Has yeah. been, uh, you know, earned. Yeah, earned exactly. truly. It's when you truly get to Cap earned. in the Zodiac, they're like, I earned this shit. No, they earned it. They fucking put in the work. Absolutely, they put in the. Work. They put in the work. For themselves, yes, yeah. but they fucking earn it. There's a lot of when we when we did the tweet earlier, there was a lot of cap hate. Um, I do want to say that mm-hmm. like not many people were like this is great. Most people were like this is fucking difficult. And you know what? Honestly, like I can understand why a cap might be challenging. They can feel unemotional. Mm-hmm. They can feel but distant, they're but they're not. they're not. They're just 
they're very, very driven and on their own directive, but that doesn't make them disinterested. It just means that you have to kind of like, it's going to be a challenge to connect. A cap knows what they want. A cap knows what they want. You either get on board with them or you don't. Yeah. Like if you're not fitting, you're not fitting and please stop trying. And it's just, you either believe in the vision and you go along for the ride or you don't. But I think it's very fiery. It is. It's very fiery. It's super fiery. And, and I, I think it's it, I think it's too often associated with money and success more so than it is with like truly like ethic. Yeah, and like being the top of your game. Yeah, it's they're on top of their mm-hmm. shit. Like they're not gonna settle for being mediocre. Yeah. Um, but I think that can put people off because you're just like, you know, capitalism and like drive can be very toxic, but. And I'm sure there are many caps who are like that. But at the same time, I think there's something to be said for somebody who just wants to be really fucking good at what they're doing. I think the danger cap is that they can become a little bit in love with their own mythology. They can become a little enamored with their own story of struggle Mm. and strife and work. And Mm. it can be really hard to like support that as a friend or as a lover, as I have been so many times. So I'm a cancer. I'm the mother of Zodiac. My opposite is, is Capricorn, the father of a Zodiac. We're supposed to be really deeply uh, compatible. As it turns out, in the dating world, we're, we're not. We're not. This, right. This, I'm not suited for that. But my friends that are caps, um, you either just like believe in the vision and you want to get behind it and root for them. Capricorns need... Unlimited support, period. They need intelligent cheerleaders. They difference. do. That's so true, actually. Like, my boyfriend's a Capricorn... He wants me to support him in his vision. But they don't want blind support. But they, they want, don't want exactly. They want believers in their yeah. vision and their mythology. And they want that a calculated created. opinion on what they're doing. Yep. But they want support. They want support. But they want it from the right smart people. Yeah. They don't have time for bullshit. Yeah. And I think that's why Scorpio and a Capricorn, like me and my partner, great mix. are so suited. Great mix. Because we're just like, I am not here for your nonsense. Please keep the nonsense at bay. We're not allergic to it. It's fine. Um, okay, next up. All right, so we're going to move on to water. Did so, we do air? Oh, no, we didn't. Water's last. Okay, let's do air. So Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Right? This was the hardest one for us. It was very difficult. We, we argued. We never argue. I wouldn't even say we argued about this. We it was traded a ideas. It was, it was very violent. Uh, you have to understand water signs don't argue. <laughs> We're just like, oh, it's so beautiful you think that. Thank you so much for sharing. I don't agree, but... <laughs> it's okay. That's lovely. Um, <laughs> Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. We're in Libra season. It was it was tough. I stood by Gemini as fire. Yeah. I agree. Fire is immediate. Fire is action. Yeah. Fire is... Um, uh, uh, they're feisty. Yeah. They're feisty. feisty. It's kinetic energy. Yes, it is. It's, it's deeply kinetic yeah. Um, and I think that to me of all the air signs, Gemini's embody that the most. They so deeply want to move everyone. Yes, they, they do. Wanna, they want to be the catalyst for everything. Yeah. They just want to do it intellectually. Yeah. In a different way than normal fire signs do, but they're to me total fire sign of the air signs. No, they're completely fire sign. Let's move on to Aquarius because I think we want to talk about how we got to the Libra decision that we did. It's but tough. Aquarius. It's tough. Clearly, we chose water, although that was very tough. It was tough. We chose Aquarius water. Honestly, you know, you hear Aquarius and you think that's a water sign, and we get that, and that's obvious. There's some water playing into the Aquarius uh, sign, but they're the water carrier. They're a water carrier, but 
we thought to ourselves, like, Aquarius, despite this reputation for being airy and flaky and aloof, underneath all of that is this deep emotional well. Well. Absolutely. So to us it seemed that they could be nothing else than I think than Aquarius water. doesn't handle um like watery emotional depths on a personal level. In the way that we do. But on the societal level, yes. they're deeply concerned with it. And it, you know, there's the fact that like, okay, I'm gonna get a little hoo-hoo, but the last two signs of the zodiac, just like the first two signs, are intrinsically drawn together. Uh it's no um coincidence the second to last sign is the water carrier and the last sign is Pisces of water. Mm. Um, Aquarius is like the end of the evolution mm. of the 12 signs. Pisces is the ultimate evolution, but Pisces is so evolved that they're just like kind of of the ether. They've mm-hmm. like stopped the humanitarian journey. They're, just, they're in the and stars Of now. the stars. Yeah. Aquarius is the last stop to that mm-hmm. where it it's like sense. you're between human and ether yeah and i think that i think it's a watery place of like being in the depths all the time it's so i just true. think that i think they're extremely emotional mm-hmm. their language for representing it and translating it is just very different than everyone else's yeah and i might even argue that i can't believe i'm gonna say this god forgive me but <laughs> god forgive you wow i mean lucifer whoever the fuck you want to choose <laughs> um i would almost say that Aquarius have transcend transcended yes, yes. that need for the kind of depth that we're used to. Mm-hmm. Like it person isn't to person. It isn't they transcendent. Don't it. They don't need it. No, it isn't transcendent in that like oh you're smaller or less evolved. It's more transcendent in that like I don't even need this language to approach that mm-hmm. sort of emotionality, which is I love Aquarius, but I understand when people are like what need actual fuck is this person mm-hmm. thinking it's not that they're not thinking it's that they're 25 steps ahead of you it's that my my aquarius roommate can listen to me talk about my love life and be absolutely bored out of his mind right and then i can bring up like oh like space time continuum or the yeah. environment or something about like the way the earth yeah physically works and and he'll cry it at the drop of a hat right it's almost like I would argue that like tears and the body and the way that we express ourselves in emotion is analog. And they're digital. Right. High five. <laughs> we just high fived. <laughs> wow, we really We, we got get, there. We got there. Who knew that this podcast is gonna stand Aquarius so hard? I didn't know that. I certainly didn't when I started. Jesus. Water signs, last ones, not because we're water signs, but because they're the last one in the in right. the, the order. But also the best. We saved the best for last. That is not true. Stop, Stop that kidding. right now. Stop that right now. <laughs> Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. Scorpios are evil. I'm the, I'm the bad co-host. <laughs> they're the last of the the elements. Uh, yeah. Cancer is the first water sign. Scorpio is the second water sign. Pisces is the last water sign. Right. So... Even though I have a really, really hard time with this. I know. We still agree. Yeah. That cancer cancer is earth. It's the earth of the water. It makes sense. I hate it. Talk about it. No, you talk about it because I don't want (laughs) to. So she's a cancer. Andy's a cancer. And obviously cancer is extremely watery. But to be fair, if you look at a cancer's uh, priorities, 
they're very much about the home and making a foundation for themselves, but not in a simple, silly sort of way. It's like they want a space to be sacred. They want to be able to be empowered in their space. It's not just about like cooking stuff in the kitchen. I'm going to interrupt and be a little cocky and say we also want to create it for the people we love. Of course, of course, It's of not course. just about a home for ourselves. No, no, no. It's really about like... Others. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Also, it's both. It's yeah, both. because I mean of the Pisces and Scorpio and Cancer, like... Pisces and Scorpio are not really that concerned with others. No, no. They're really not. Like, they'll love others, but they're not. You guys are. So it makes sense that you guys are earthly. I mean, you're, you're, you want to create a grounding, a foundation, um, something stable and true. Mm-hmm. So, like, I couldn't see you guys as being airy at all or being fiery. You're not. Um, you could be fiery, but you're not the most fiery. Um, which, Definitely not the which, most fiery. Yeah, no. Which so, leads us to... Leads us to our, our, our kindred spirits, Scorpio. Scorpios. Scorpios, and this is... The entire conversation started because I think like years ago, I said Scorpio is the fire sign of the water signs. Yeah. Um, they are. They are. So water is, you know, water is known for its depth and its emotional capacity and its intuitive like skills and its dreamliness and its other earthliness. But when it comes to Scorpio, a Scorpio will like get in a fucking bar fight a scorpio will throw down a scorpio will meet someone that night and be like i need to i need your body right now it's, it's very true. fiery it is it's, it's just by fiery impulse it's fiery in the sexiest way of being yeah. watery and yeah. it's like saying like i'm bringing you to my depths but i'm doing it right now yeah. on instinct immediately without any fear or hesitation right or conservative values which Pisces and Cancer exactly. are like scared little shy babies and Scorpio's right. like I'm not fucking shy who are you talking to <laughs> it's so true I mean when you look at a Scorpio I think you think um you think intensity and like the only thing I can uh, the only element that I can think that matches that besides water is fire because mm-hmm. it just burns quickly and and thoroughly and doesn't stop for anything yeah that's very Scorpio. And transformative. They're the two most transformative mm. elements. Exactly. They are very transformative, yeah. And Scorpio is the sign of transformation, and fire is the element of transformation. It makes sense to me. It's perfectly Which brings perfect. Pisces. Yes. To air. Which you also makes babies. Sense. You little, Ugh. you little space babies. You little, you, like, astronaut babies. You little weirdos. Ast- uh, Aquarius and Pisces. Aquarius and Pisces. First of all, I love them so much. So you stand feelings. Aquarius, I stand Pisces. I'm trying with Pisces. They feel like my very weird younger brother. You can't stand Pisces. What do you mean you're trying? You hate them. <laughs> you talk I'm about trying. you talk shit on Virgo publicly, but privately you're all about hating on Pisces. You're fucking right. You know why? Because a Scorpio is so loyal. Yeah. It's like they're so, one of mine. Exactly. They're in your family. Exactly. They're in your water family. I'm like, I can't possibly publicly You're fucking hate on them. Sicilian water signness. <laughs> cannot admit how much of a problem you have with your Pisces little brethren. She's calling me the fuck out in public right now. <laughs> it's Virgos and Pisces, you little bitches. <laughs> I love Pisces so much. I know you do. No, I love them too. The best, the best romantic relationships ever had. Can, like, right to this very day. Yeah. Pisces. I believe it. I believe it. Pisces. Um, but my mom, my grandmother, my best friend growing up, carry all of my, like, my deeply, deeply Pisces. held people. Pisces. And it's not, it's not coincidence. No. Come on now. No, no. But they you are love airy. water signs. But they're airy. They they're are. They're airy. They are airy. 
I they're do dreamers. Too. I'm here for my fam. Exactly. You're con- they're connected to I'm here for, me. I'm like water mom. Oh my god, you love water. water mafia. I love water too. I love it. <laughs> I mean, the rest of you can just go. Oh, Diana. Lisa. Just kidding. Stop I'm that joking. Rain. I'm joking. No. I'm joking. I'm just Nobody playing. knows what a Scorpio is joking because you're scary. I know. I'm just playing up to my reputation. I'm only kidding. <laughs> I love. I love everyone. Pisces is the air signs of the water signs because Pisces. So when we talked about like the journey of the zodiac, Pisces is the final sign. Yeah. It is the evolution. Of like the spirit of humanity rising means, into the ethos. It's so in the ether. Yeah, they're stardust. Everything a Pisces does is based on intuition. Yeah, they can think they're intellectual. They can study all they want. And good as a Pisces, you definitely should read some books because God damn it, you need some grounding. But you are so out there. Can I just say like a few of you are hot messes? Get it together. Uh, I'm gonna say most of you are. <laughs> Look, yeah. I mean, there's Cancer, there's Pisces, there's Scorpio, and I'm trying to be careful with my words here. Don't be. Scorpio is the, like, cool sibling, and Pisces is the, You're the middle sibling, by the way. We are. By the way. No, we are. Cancer's the oldest. But you know what? Scorpio's the the angry middle kid. Yes, we are. Pisces Pisces is like the free-flowing baby. The freaky weirdo whose teeth never grew in, and you're like, why are you such a weird kid? But But you you know what? Middle kid in your leather jacket, smoking in the hallways at school, Scorpio. Smoking in the middle of the hall. Everyone wants to get the fuck over it. Just like us. (laughs) Everyone's like, can't wait to be friends with those guys. It's a really no. This is a really great meme of like. Everybody says water signs are so, you know, weak and mushy. And I'm, I don't know, I'm a cancer. I've got these pinchers. And Scorpio's like, yeah, now I'm a, a Scorpio. I've got these claws. And Pisces is like, wait, wait, I don't, wait, I don't, I don't get Do it. Do I just evaporate I'm a fish. I'm a fish. I have nothing. You're a tiny fish. Yeah. But you know what? Pisces, um, I'm going to make my peace with you one day. It's going to be great. I've already made my peace knowing that you're a weaker sibling. very drunk on this episode we're very drunk but honestly we're not very like we're not a mess no we're very honest we which haven't. is probably gonna get us canceled but by whom the the astrology council <laughs> <laughs> the people who give that much of a fuck to get offended that we don't like pisces or virgos that yeah, much or so, like such. all right just stop it don't be such a bitch okay okay so We've had, it's a very long episode. We're talking so too long, long because we have not been here with you and we right. missed you guys. We're we missed to, talking about this. We missed having this conversation. We're trying to fill three months worth of time here. I know. So let's just like, let's bring in like one more element before we go. Not like literal elements of... Oh, one more element. One more aspect of the show. We're one do, more segment. Segment is the word. And on to our last segment. Oh. Is the guessing game. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's prominent right now? Who's in the news right now? So... As we all know, Andy is a genius at guessing astrological Not signs. Not true. It's pretty true, though. It's it's weirdly uncanny valley type shit. Andy? Yeah? I've prepped a few questions for you. Oh, God. Test your limits here. Okay. We're going to do a poet because we're yes. a poetry podcast in yeah. part. We're poets. I'm going to do a political figure, uh-huh. and we're going to do just a pop culture dude. Wonderful. Love right. the dichotomy. Are you, you know ready? That. You know that. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm snapping back. <laughs> uh, we're going to sh- start with Sean Mendez. 
cutie patootie pop singer that I yes. want to maybe fucking lick up and down forever. Okay, you have an issue. Yes, I do. Is Isn't he, he like he's like fifteen? No, I hope he's like over twenty five. That's really hoping a lot. Fuck. He's a fetus. That's... He has placenta on the back of his ears that he has not even like combed out of his hair yet. He's a fetus. Wow. Uh then I, I correct myself. And <laughs> if he's not over 25, I take it back. I'm joking. I know that he's very sexy. I know nothing about him. He's sexy. I like his new song with Camila Cabello. Did I say that name right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Did I get like. It might be Cabello. I don't know. Sorry. Don't know. Uh, white celebrity mom. I also don't know how she spells her name, so I couldn't say how mm-hmm. you say okay. it. Okay. Um, so what I'm saying is that like he's a name I've heard. I've heard a few of his hits. I, I want to say Pisces because he feels mm. really sensitive, mm. but like I have no, yeah, I have no knowledge, none. So this is a tough one for me. All look right. him up. Look him up. Look I'm him up. I'm gonna look him up right him now. Up. Okay. Boop 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 boop. I'm petting Open your cat up. while Open you do this. <laughs> <laughs> the kitty's been really good. Um, he's a Leo. <sighs> Shit. Okay. Okay. Isn't it always disappoint when there's a hot guy Leo? I know. You're just like you stupid when little hot and they, they're a Leo. I'm like, come on, that's so obvious. I know. Why do I you was get trying to give you more credit than that? I know. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's wonderful. Okay. All right. All right. All right. He's very pretty. But you, he must have a water moon sign, right? He must. He, he must. must. He must. And I'm. He must. I might even say he might have a Cancer moon because he's quite understated. I think he knows that he like is sexy. He knows he's sexy, but he's got he's, a softness. He does. Yes. And I feel like he's a little too subtle to be a Leo. Agreed. Like, his skin seems very soft and I would like to touch it. <laughs> okay, we're on different wavelengths right now. <laughs> I'm going to say that he has a water moon. I respect the fact that he's a Leo. I know yeah. nothing about him. I guess Pisces. Totally fair. Okay, fair All enough. right, all right. All right, um, more seriously, I'm going to move on to Meghan Markle. Mm. So. <sighs> okay, all right, okay. okay. So many feelings about this. You've probably Meghan seen Markle, me. Fire the really English press, I know, is just so disgusting. obviously racist. Yeah, with her. Yeah, super reductive, super fucked up toward Megan. I love, I love that she has become part of the royal family. Oh my god, <sighs> she's just transcended everything mm-hmm. that they stand mm-hmm. for. Like she single handedly come come into this family and turn the conversation onto diversity, ethical yep. behaviors, yep. ethical creation of goods, uh, community, modernity, modernity, and the actual like living present that we're in. Right. When the Grenfell fire happened, she like created a cookbook with the community to support the cause. Like she is like down to make change happen and she's a lovely woman and people have treated her with nothing but either disregard or blatant racism or rude rudeness. Or I think that there's a thing in England Seriously, I really do. And I say this as somebody who has English friends and dated an English person for a long time. I think there's like a subtle racism that they don't even uh, understand as racism because they're not American. Right. Where it's like extremely obvious. Right. That England has this like, uh... It's almost it's, like it's, it's built so in and okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's not. Where in America you can be like, oh, you, that, You're you said racist. that? That's racist. In right. England it's a little trickier. Yeah, it's so true. It's like they will go through and they'll be like... Well, Megan didn't show, like, her baby's picture when the baby mm-hmm. was born. Therefore, mm-hmm. she's awful. It's like, you're just being racist. Yeah. Like... So, it's hard for me yeah. to guess with her because, yeah. again, like, I don't know a ton about her other than her situation in that marriage. Part of me wants to call her a Capricorn because of, like, her, 
like queenliness. Totally. And I mean that literally like just yeah. like I ascended to this throne and I've earned it. Mm-hmm. But it, that doesn't feel entirely appropriate. Part of me wants to call her a little bit of a fire sign for like not giving a shit. Yeah. About, and she's an actor. Yep. Exactly. Um, so like not giving a shit about like the protocol and just mm. like being herself. So good. Yeah. So <sighs> part of me wants to weigh in on a fire sign. What fire sign? Mm-hmm. What are you not Sag. Not Sag. Um, she doesn't seem Aries to me. Maybe maybe Leo. Yeah. Maybe she's got a, a. I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying Leo. I don't know. Well, she's a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> we just knocked our microphone down in excitement. Woo! She's a Leo. Knocked it over in excitement because I was correct. Clink. <laughs> all right, girl. All right, girl. She's, I mean, I can see that. Like, she's an actor. She has no problem delivering a speech. She's she's okay accepting praise where other, mm-hmm. others peop, other people get uncomfortable around it. Mm-hmm. She's just, like, queenly in every way. But I do have to say, part of the Leo thing that I do see, and I respect that this is not a, 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 a slight, is to say that, like, I think she wants to be accepted. She's yeah, not, she does want to be accepted. She's not bending toward that no. or changing for it, but I, I do feel a need to be accepted in I her mean, that feels a little bit Leo to me. Can I just say something super fucked up and bitchy? Mm-hmm. As a Scorpio, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, You're not kidding. I kind of think that, like, I'm going to go as far to say almost everyone in the arts with the hyper um, focus on actors, of course you want to be accepted. You've built your entire career on being chosen to be a person who is on camera. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's an understated actor who is like, oh, yeah, I don't need that. I don't give a shit. No, that's bullshit. You fucking 100% and fully give the fucking shit. And I totally understand that that regard. Of course. I I mean, we're both writers. Like, we both want an audience. We're podcasting. Oh, my God. We're not just having a conversation amongst ourselves. We're literally sitting here... Oh, wow. Performing. We're just drunkenly. a bunch of little Meghan Markles yep. right here. Up in Plank. the shit. All right. Love you, Megan. Next up. Love you, Megan. Love you. Love you forever. Stand you so hard. Um, <laughs> also, I date a British person who is a serious royalist, and he loves Meghan, too. So I just wanted to let you know that there are British people here who also love Meghan. We're at the end of our second bottle. <sighs> We're giving so much. We're giving so much of our livers to you guys. It's it's an unhealthy situation. Okay. okay. Who's our? Okay. Now we're gonna go for a writer. Right. Give me a writer. Give me a writer. All right. So I I think a lot of you listen to us because we're poets and we love poetry and we write a lot about literary stuff and whatever. So I said and whatever like no big deal at all. NBD. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> she flipped her hair when she did that. <laughs> poetry and whatever. <laughs> Which is a phrase no one has ever said ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anne Carson. Okay. Oh. Or Queen Anne Carson. Did you just do this to me, my hero? Yeah, my Queen, hero. Queen my Anne. Hero. Queen Anne. Okay. Oh, fuck. How about... Sorry. I'm swearing too much. I'm drunk. How about I not um, talk about this? Okay. So here... Okay. Yeah. Hear me out. I love it. Go for it. I have a couple of ideas. Okay. Autobiography of Red being one of her famous books, mm. right? Eros, Delicious. right? She has volcanoes on the covers of three of her books, I want yeah, to say. I think so. She's really concerned with redness and fire and action. Mm. However, mm. she doesn't write like a fire sign. She doesn't actually she doesn't communicate write like a, fire as a, sign. a fire sign. And I, I find 
the fascination with translating Greek literature to be something very classical and deep and old and... And watery. Yes. I think she's a water sign. Okay, what? which one? She can't be a Scorpio. I want to say Scorpio. Do you? Yeah, but she's not. She's I, not. I, right? I want to say Scorpio. She's oh, I softer than Scorpio. That. But yeah. she's softer. You know oh, it. But she's not a Pisces. She's not a Pisces. You don't think she's so? way too fiery to Why be not? a Pisces? Why not a Pisces? No, because like too too. There's too she's much. She's too fiery. She's yeah, there's too, too much calculation. The the volcano. The yeah, red. No, oh, you're right. You're fucking red. right. She chooses volcanoes to be her symbol. I know that she's not earthy. She's not earthy at all. Mm-mm. She's not esoteric enough to be air. No. Even though she's extremely experimental, she's either fire or she's water. And I'm going to choose between the two. Choose between the two. Choose between the two. She can't be fire. Oh, she's so fiery. I know, but she can't be fire. And I want to say she's the fire of the water signs, but she's Scorpio, but it just don't get Scorpio vibes from her. It doesn't feel like that. Pisces or Cancer. Pisces, Pisces or Cancer. Cancer? Pisces or Cancer, and I'm... I'm this is your final answer. Hang on. I'm going to compliment myself as a Cancer. Please do. You and guys say, are the fucking best. No, we're not. We're the worst. We're the best. We're the worst. We're and the I'm going to say maybe she's a Cancer. And if she okay. is, it's going to make my month. Okay, let me look. <laughs> is there like a ticker going around? She's a Cancer. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. No. Do we burn your ear holes off? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I don't know how this comes through. Please tweet us and let us know. Please Jesus. don't scream next time. I'm sorry, you guys. That's the best news I've had in a long goddamn time. That's a great bonus news. It's amazing. Ann Carson is one of mine. Boom. God damn it. Welcome to the fucking club. Okay, what I will say. If you guys haven't read Autobiography of Red or any of the Ann Carson no. books, please do. Um, Glass, Irony, and God, a book of essays, is my favorite book, probably of all time. It's in my top three. Wow. It's in my top three. There are three essay, uh, poetic essays in the book. First one is the Glass essay. The Glass essay is possibly my favorite piece of writing in modern literature. Um, and it's a... God, it's so Cancerian now that I'm thinking about it, now that I know about <laughs> information. It's her going through her divorce mixed with... The biography of Emily Bronte mixed with uh, yoga and her dreams and her therapeutic sessions. I can't... Gotta read it. I can't deal with this right now. It's Gotta been, read it's it. It's my favorite piece of writing. She's talking about her divorce with her mother in the poem. And, and she's telling her mother, you know, it, it, it's so heavy. I don't... I don't know where to put this pain down. And, and, and she says back to her, like, you know, why don't you let me carry it for you? Um, it's, it's a line that um, has infused its way into my own poetry. It's infused its way into a, poetry, into a poem about my own mother. Uh, There's a lot of weight out. there. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out about this. Well, don't worry. We can do an entire episode about Ann Carson if you want one day. A whole thing about cancers and Next moms. cancer season. All of you have mother issues. Every single one of you has mother issues. Cancers just deal with it head on every day of our lives. That's why we make good do. writers. <sighs> yeah, for real. Okay, so. Guys, it's been an hour and a half worth of an episode. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about Lisa's um, episode of writers Didn't and their we? signs. Didn't we talk about it? Not really. Yeah, we did. Did we? I feel like we did. 
I think we mentioned your list. it. We didn't go through your list. Ugh. Right, Guys, next real quick. Okay. I wrote this article okay. Okay. called which I feel like we I really think we're so drunk we don't remember. But I'm pretty sure we did talk about it. <laughs> we mentioned we were going to talk about it, but we didn't talk about it. Oh god, I don't even know. Just do it. Well, really quick, I wrote an article <laughs> called um, uh, The Poetry Collection for Every Astrological Sign. It's at the website littleinfinite.com. 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 It's a site that I write poetry pieces for. Um, and I wrote an article that assigns a poetry collection to every sign. Even though I think we talked about this, maybe we didn't. And you guys can at least know that we do drink we several we, bottles. We did an intro. Oh, we, did. we didn't say we didn't it. Talk about, oh, I'm not going to tell them everything. You guys have to send your clicks that way. I ain't going to give you no freebies. You didn't give the list away. You talked about the list. Yeah. So if you're very curious about which book you should read, go to littleinfinite.com. It is um, on the site. Just type in astrology. You'll find it. There's a whole list of writers and books and themes by their zodiac yes. sign. Yes. Um, I did that. Also, I did that a few years ago for the Huffington Post, and people love that article. So if you want to type in my name and Huffington Post and astrology and poetry, find a book that you... That would be Lisa Basile or yeah. Lisa Marie Basile. Yeah. Um, find a book. Find a new book. Buy that book or buy the book at a used book sale or get it from your library and read it and enjoy it. Um... Books are great. We love books. <laughs> we're writers. We're poets. I'm so drunk that like... Books are great. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a writer, but I don't know. Uh, books you guys, are... you've stayed with us for so long. You've stayed with us for so long. We've tonight. gotten to the point where we're saying books are great. Yeah, books are great. We just need to come back with more content more often, which is obviously what you want. Yeah. And we love you guys so much. Like, the second we put up this tweet about astrological prejudice, you guys answered. You were full of ideas and opinions and zest. And we love you guys so much for it. And literally every single person who responds to our tweets or Instagram posts or anything to do with us in real life, even if you're a Virgo who corners me at a party, I love you. (laughs) We really do. We really do love you. Um, we're so here for all the biases and all of the positive opinions. Seriously. Life is about love and beauty. The bias is positive and negative. We're here for all of it. Yeah. Um, write to us. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you're dissatisfied with. Tell us what you love. Um, we're here for it. Yeah. Please. Please. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the sixth episode of Astro Lashes. It's Andy and Lisa. To Italian American bitches, giving you some zodiac up in your face. And bringing the zest. <laughs> bringing the zestiness. Oh, good night, my babes. <laughs> my little astral luscious. Are we allowed to put this on the internet? Yeah. Yeah, luscious. Do you think so? Lushly. <laughs> this is when you go to your aunt's house for dinner and she doesn't stop clanking the glasses together. We're your divorced Aunt Karen. They're That's like, we are. let's just clank one more time. <laughs> let's just do it one more time. Drink it up. Drink, Drink it, it up. up. Drink it up. Good night, my babies. Good night, girls. Good night, girls. Good night, girls.